trying to make y'all comfortable. Welcome back to the Inside Feed. On today's episode, we are talking with Chrome Attackman Jordan Wolf, introducing a new segment called Guess That Guest and recapping us National Pretzel Day. That was a lot. <laughs> but before we get into it, let's explain who we are. I'm Emma, and that is Lisa. And we are the social media coordinators here at the Premier Lacrosse League. And this podcast is basically going to bring you inside, showing you kind of what we're seeing, what's happening behind the scenes, and the funny stories we learn along the way. So that's why we're here. And that's what we're here for. Yeah, so let's get into, obviously, Pretzel Day. Uh, it's National Pretzel Day, yeah. So we celebrated that on Sunday by doing a bunch of trivia with our fans on Instagram Live. We also had a trivia on our website, I think it was like 20 questions from the season. And whoever scored the best answer got a year's supply of pretzels. Yes, it was a, a lot of pretzels. Yes, it was a continuation of the cheese ball challenge with Utz. Shout out Utz, the goat. And so it was just a full day to, quote, get your mind in a pretzel or I think that's what it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was just a trivia filled day. And it ended up having the highlight of it all was the Instagram live with RJ basically putting fans to the test. Yes. And the best part of these, this entire story is that the inside feeds, number one fan, our guy, Jameson Embury won a year supply of Utz pretzels. Yes. And he shouted us out too. Shout out Lisa and Emma and the inside (laughs) feed. I know he is our, number one fan he always comments in like our instagram lives and like says hi to us and always is like where's emma where's lisa yeah and so they finally let him on and he got five (laughs) out of five correct so we were so proud of him i'm so i feel like a proud like mom i'm so proud like (laughs) he gave the cutest like acceptance speech and he was like yeah like you know we're in really hard times right now can't wait for lacrosse to come back and like Shout out his grandma who turned 90 the other day. I was like, what an adorable, pure human being. You know what? We should bring him on maybe next week for that speed boy. See how he does like under pressure. Yes. And that's probably why he's smart is because he listens to this podcast and listens to that speed boy. Yeah, probably. that's why he won. Yeah. So shout out Jameson. (laughs) We're really proud of you and hope we can meet you this summer. Yes. Should we get into our interview with the Jordan Wolf? Yes, I'm so excited for this. It's going to be different but fun. This is the first time I've really ever talked to Jordan like in depth. Probably you too, right? Yeah, me too. It it was funny because for him, he had to warm up to the media. Some people it's super easy, but he had to warm up. He was like really in the last, I don't know, few months, he's really kind of opened up and so it's real I'm really excited for this yeah I say I always say new year new Jordan Wolf <laughs> <laughs> so here is Chrome Attackman Jordan Wolf please welcome to the show Chrome Attackman and PLO all-star Jordan Wolf Woo-hoo. I was gonna try to make a, a wolf sound but I don't think I can execute it properly <laughs> so I'm just not even gonna try I certainly cannot <laughs> what's been going on what have you been up to during this quarantine I'm trying to stay busy. Uh, I guess two things. One, I actually had my last class last week in business school, so I just graduated with my MBA from Duke, which is exciting. Let's go. Six years at Duke was a lot, so this is uh, exciting. 
And then obviously trying to get ready for the upcoming season. I am someone who cannot sit still at all. So with this quarantine and having more time on my hands, I feel like I'm just packing as much into the day as possible just to get through it with trying to stay, you know, stay in shape um, and stay on top of myself as much as possible. So to try to keep myself sane. What have you been doing to like work out inside? I know it's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in a kind of a fortunate situation being down in Durham just because the weather's great. It's a little more relaxed, um, you know, in regards to Corona. So mm-hmm. in the last few years, I was lucky enough to still have the Duke Performance Center. So uh, shout out to those guys, Carl, Joe, Jay, and Ben. You guys have been amazing. Obviously, they shut the school down. So had to get creative. Um, Matt Danowski is tremendous with logistics. So he actually set up kind of a makeshift weight room uh, at his dad's house at Coach Danowski's house as well as nets uh, and backstops. So me, Matt Danowski, Ned Crowley have been going there most days, uh, you know, able to work out, able to shoot. So we're kind of in a lucky situation. Uh, but again, just trying to be creative, run as much as possible. I have a two-year-old Vishla dog who needs a lot of exercise. So she keeps me busy. So yeah, just trying to be as creative as possible and, and you know, try to make the most of, of, of this situation. Have you and the Chrome guys been in communication, kind of talking, keeping touch base, things like that? That's one thing you can never uh, count the Chrome out. We're always talking. Um, <laughs> we are, a, as I'm sure people know, an extremely close locker room. We've had a core uh, group of guys who've been playing together for some almost a decade, um, six, seven years all together. Um, so we are talking constantly. We are really, really close. Um, we are you know, a group that you know, visits each other all the time, has been each other in each other's weddings. So our chatter has never been higher. Uh, I think John Rannigan is a leader in that, followed maybe by myself. So we've been talking a lot. We've had Zoom calls with our new coaching staff, trying to stay as organized as possible once this gets back going uh, and just trying to figure out the best course of action for our team as far as personnel, as far as, you know, different sets that we can work on, different players' strengths, weaknesses, things like that. So long story, we are in constant contact all day, every day. I think there were a lot of guys that were not shy to say how really excited they were for this new coaching staff and the hire. Can you give us some context as to why y'all are excited and what can we expect from Coach Sudan? Yeah, so this might be a long-winded answer, but uh, Coach Sudan is the absolute greatest. Uh, you know, I was fortunate to be drafted by him back in 2014, so our relationship was close just from that standpoint. He coached uh, a large majority of us for those four years. The one year he did it, we were in constant contact with him throughout the season anyway. He's someone that I've spoken to probably every week for the last five, six years. Um, so besides him being a great coach, he's just a great person and someone that I've had, you know, kept close in my circle. And I know the rest of the guys feel the exact same. I think what separates him is he, he has played professional cross. He understands things and he's very culture focused. So he understands his family atmosphere and it's really hard to develop with professional lacrosse given that you know, during the week we're not together, but he tries to cultivate like-minded people together and uh, he tries to make it fun. And there's obviously two ways to have fun, which is one, enjoy your teammates and coaching staff and two is, is win games. And that is what he preaches. He, like I said, he's, he's a family type person uh, with his own personal family and with us. So he definitely fits our uh, personality and, and, and definitely what we're needing moving forward. So uh, when he, was hired. I, I honestly jumped for joy. Like I said, I, I've been speaking to him, you know, every week for the last six or seven years and someone who really, I really click with, he clicks with the rest of the guys. So him, coach Monty, you know, we've been together for so long. So we're really excited. He's the best. I was talking to him last week and I was like, Oh, what's co- like coach Sudan doing for fun in quarantine. 
And he was like, he showed me his finger and he had this like huge bandage yeah, on his finger because <laughs> he like was, I guess, drilling and like ripped his finger off or something. I don't know. And then he was like, oh, like I, I was the first to mow the lawn in the neighborhood. And I was like, these are such like wholesome like dad answers. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any outdoor skills being from Philadelphia or really any handy skills at all. Um, so he's always telling me to come up to upstate, go hunting with him learn to change a tire, things like that. So I might have to take him up on his offer one of these days. But yeah, he sends me those updates throughout the day too. I think he's probably losing his mind himself. So we're excited to get started, hopefully. Yeah. What do you think is going to make the difference this year opposed to your guys' record last year? I think what's great about Sudo um, and the rest of the coaching staff, they just, they're really connected to the, the leaders of the team and, and they really listen to our feedback as far as personnel, what's working, what's not working. And and they really allow, you know, let us take control of the team. Obviously, they're the coaching staff. They have final say. But I think that just being able to gel with your coaching staff, being able to talk to them during the week, um, understand what's working, what's not working, who's fitting in, who's not fitting in, and just ways to adapt because, you know, Sudo's got a tremendous amount of experience. But we have a lot of players on our team who are not only college coaches um, at the highest level, but also players who have been playing professional across indoor, outdoor for, you know, almost a decade and a lot of us all together. So I think we have a really good juju together with, you know, our camaraderie and also what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and that's, what's great about our team too, is everyone's really trying to play for each other. You know, we've lost three uh, professional championships in our years. And I think that's what keeps us all still playing is our drive for that. So just building camaraderie around that one um, you know, targeted goal, I think is definitely going to set us apart hopefully this year and, and allow us to have a lot more success. I think that like, when you talk to other players and when all the coaching um, changes happened and you kind of ask them, you know, which one scares you the most, who's someone that scares you the most next year it is like without like hesitation, they say Chrome. I think so. I mean, we're all very competitive. Last year was no fun. Uh, it was one of my favorite groups of players, but it was one of the worst, you know, as far as success, one of the worst years of my career. Um, and that's not fun. I mean, I think we all, especially in our team plays getting to win and that's it. And we were not winning. So that sucked. Um, but I think, uh, you know, this year with just, as I said, there's, I would never say a bad thing about anyone, especially our coaching staff last year. They did a great job. They're great people. Uh, I appreciate all their time, but I'm definitely excited for this, you know, obviously this, the change. And I just think we've had such history with the, our new coaching staff and such a good gel that, um, you know, I think it's going to breed hopefully success throughout the year. I've been referring to it as Chrome Back 2020, but I don't know if you guys are as behind that as I am. But like, I know you guys call each other like the Chromies, Chromios. What's the proper name to refer to all? What do you guys call each other? Because I never know. Uh, we really like nicknames and play on names. Uh, Chrome Back's been thrown out. Greasy Seasons has been thrown out. Uh, yes. What is that? To... Can you explain that one to me? <laughs> I really can't. I, I have I no idea. Is it... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> is it not appropriate? <laughs> no, it's definitely appropriate. I don't, you know, half of the things Jordan McIntosh says with his Canadian lingo, I don't understand what the hell he's saying, but <laughs> it's hilarious. So we kind of take a lot of that. And uh, God, I wish I had a better answer, but we do love play on names and, and different nicknames for ourselves individually and as a group. So I'm sure we'll have like four or five more by the time the season comes. We have a lot of time on our hands, so. Which of your Chrome teammates do you miss the most? I know you live like next door to Ned, so you see him a ton. Yeah, I see Ned and Matt Danowski most days. I'm sure they're probably sick of seeing me. Uh, who do I miss the most? That's a really tough question. Uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for Joel White. I miss him like crazy. Uh, him, John Galloway. 
I miss Mac, but I, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast to hear me say that I actually miss him. Um, I miss him. I, I went to college with Mike Manley. He's one of my closer friends. He's in upstate right now being a state trooper and, and uh, protecting everyone. So I want to send warm wishes to him. But honestly, I miss everyone. I miss Justin. I miss you know the younger guys in our team. And like I said, we have a family culture, and I can't wait to get the family back together. Have you been watching any good shows in quarantine? I'm not a huge show person. Like I am. Like I, I rewatch The Office over and over and over again. So probably for the last ten years, I know every episode. I know every line. It's like pretty embarrassing, actually. Uh, I try to stay as you know. I most of my TV watching is just live sports, which is unfortunately we don't have right now. So a lot of The Office. We just got uh, my girlfriend and I just got into Ozark, which is like pretty dark, uh, especially during a dark time. So it's like you watch it at night, you're like, holy crap! It takes you a while to fall asleep. Uh, so I've been watching the MJ last dance, obviously I feel like that's like the Super Bowl every Sunday. So it's cool to see that. Um, but yeah, I try to like keep the TV off mostly during the day. Cause I'm just running in circles doing God knows what, trying to stay busy, but yeah, I guess Ozark and just reruns of the office every single day. Solid choices. Should we play our, uh, new segment with him, Emma? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. Wait, I have to... <laughs> okay. So. We have a new segment. It's called Guess That Guest. Guess we're gonna... That Guest. We're going to bring someone onto this Zoom meeting. I told this person to like keep themselves mysterious so you can't guess. And I'm going to give you stats on this person and you have to guess who it is. Do you have any idea? So you're going to give me stats? Yes. yes. Okay. Is it on my team? Is he on my team? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay, I hope so. Okay, I'll get it right. Okay, here we go. This person had 35 points during the regular season, hails from Garden City, New York, and was a nominee for the Humanitarian Award. Scatterding. You're right. <laughs> My good buddy. Was that too easy? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Jordy? Wow, I'm dearest, so glad that worked. friend, Justin. Those were the easiest clues I think I've ever heard. I'm about. sorry, I don't know anything I was, else. I thought it was Rannigan. That's why I was like, is he busy or not busy? <laughs> well, him and I were like, we don't really know if he's busy or not busy. I was like, I don't know. That's so funny. What's up, my friend? How are you? Did you find your, uh, your hair? Your hair came back. I'm glad. Yeah, I need a haircut. Jordan told me his guy. hair was his hair was running away from him this morning. Yeah. Were you losing your hair? <laughs> I thought so, but I think I'm okay now. It's <laughs> a Monday morning crisis. Gutty, what have you been up to these days? Uh, I'm still working during the week. Um, and then on the weekends, I'm not doing a whole lot. It's a lot of um, watching TV. Same. Now, tell us, we need you each to tell us one thing about each other that we should know that like people probably don't already know. What's like a fun little secret about Jordan and what's a fun little secret about Gutty? <laughs> oh, I, I got I got a pretty good one. Uh, I remember, it's kind of a story. Uh I remember when Justin took his official visit his senior year. So I was a senior in college. He was a senior in high school, right? Or going maybe going into his transfer year. Um, and Coach Janowski asked him who his favorite Duke uh, player was on the team. And I just figured, yeah, you know, I'm an attackman. He's an attackman. Like, I'm definitely going to get the call out. And he picked, he picked Christian Walsh, who was a senior midfielder and kind of my nemesis. So I kind of hated him right from the get-go. And then, obviously, uh, as I got to know him throughout the years, he's, he's my dearest buddy. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't get to, uh, you know, I probably would have gotten a little hazed early on by Jordan, but that didn't work out. Put him, put him through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
No, Christian, Christian is a very good, a good boy. Shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's best buddy. All right. Well, yeah. thank you both for putting up with our shenanigans today. <laughs> I couldn't say he was from Duke because then you totally would have known. I know. Yeah. It, well, give it, it was, away. Uh, right. That's uh, why I didn't say it. And he's a good person, humanitarian award. Uh, yeah, I kind of connected <laughs> the dots. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. All right. Well, we'll let you two get back to living uh, your lives. Thanks for joining right. us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us. Okay, so those were our dear friends, Jordan Wolf and Justin Gutterding. Jordan Wolf is hilarious. Like they're both really funny. I, and it gave me some insight to hear one about like the squad and how they're doing, but also the Tim Sudan stuff that mm-hmm. got me like very like I'm excited to watch them this season. I think it's gonna be interesting and really yeah. exciting. And you can tell they're all really excited, which is good after the year they had. Because I know that's it's not easy to have fun when you're losing. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's so, hard to like keep morale high when right, you're losing. Right. So let's get into hypothetically speaking a segment where it is truly its name. We throw hypothetical situations and we throw our players in or whatever it may be and discuss a debate. So since we were talking to Jordan Wolf, Jordan Wolf recently changed his number in honor of Kobe to 33. Yep. So we are discussing if we were to change our number to something meaningful to us, what would we change our number to? So a little more backstory on Jordan. He was 32. Now he's 33. He attended Lower Marion High School, which is the high school Kobe went to. So extra meaning behind him changing his number from 32 to 33 and when he announced the change he actually um decided to have a sort of sort of fundraiser for the Mambasita foundation it's a really cool thing that he's doing he's also obviously a philadelphia native really great so i i was trying to think <laughs> mine isn't more after like a person mine's after just like a number that's been significant to me all my life that works yeah, mine's so mine, not great either. Yeah, mine's number thirteen. It's always been a number that's like been near to dear to me. I was born on the thirteenth. Um, growing up, when I kind of met a milestone that I was looking towards um, with dance and getting invited to a company, um, I was number thirteen. It happened when I was thirteen. Ooh. I graduated high school twenty thirteen, and I I view twenty thirteen as kind of very. It's kind of when I grew up. I would say like it was a very transformational in my life mm-hmm. um and it's just always been my lucky number I don't know I've always been drift to- like drift towards it and so I would be number 13 if I wasn't already <laughs> <laughs> I well I would say I would be 29 because that's the day I was born on but if I had to do it for like a person um my dad is always number five on his baseball teams he still plays baseball at his um older age I won't say his age because he'll get really mad at me but uh, he's always number five. So I think if anything, if I had to pick a number besides 29, I would go with, I would go with five for my dad. I always think it's funny because you know how so many players are like, you know, CF5 or JH7. Yeah. So you would be LR5 uh-huh. and I would be EA13. <laughs> Sounds like a video game, EA13. EA Sports. That's right. All right. Before we get into that speed, 
boy. This podcast is brought to you by our incredible friends at Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the PLL. Ticketmaster has all of your needs when it comes to concerts, sporting events, arts and theater, and more. They've even started Live From Home, which is a daily live stream from your favorite artists and more to keep you entertained while at home quarantining. So to check it out, head to Ticketmaster.com or open up the Ticketmaster app. Again, that's Ticketmaster.com or open up your Ticketmaster app. Now it's time for that speed boy. Boy. That's speed boy. Okay, this week it is Jordan Wolf and Chrome specific. I should really just say Chrome specific. The Chromies. The Chromies. During the segment, Emma will have 52 seconds to answer as many interesting stats, fun facts about her players, the league, games this season. Really anything that I can find to quiz her on. This week, like I said, is Chrome specific. If she gets it correct, she'll hear this sound. And if she gets it wrong, she'll hear this sound. Are you ready? Go. True or false, Gutty led the Chrome in points during the regular season. True. What college did Will Haas play at? Maryland. What number is Ned Crotty? 22. What number is John Rannigan? 32. How many ground balls did Joel White have this season? Oh, he led... um, It was a lot of 15. What number is John Galloway? 30. How many points did Jordan McIntosh have during the regular season? Points? Yes. 26. Where did Connor Farrell go to college? LIU. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was like okay. You got Gutty, right? He had 35 points. Gutty. Will Haas played at Duke. John Haas played at Maryland. Maryland, yep. Roddy <sighs> is 22. You were close. John Rannigan is 31. You said 32. 30. Oh. Uh, Joel White had. 46 ground balls this season. I knew he... Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Galloway's number 15. Jordan McIntosh had 22 points this season. Regular season. And you got Connor Farrell, correct? He went to LIU Post. LIU Post, yes. Dang. Well, that wasn't bad for me. Like, I don't know Chrome very well. Yeah, you did a lot better than I thought you went. Not bad. <laughs> That's our episode for this week. We will talk to you all next Tuesday. But before we go, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a wonderful review. Yes. And make sure you follow us at The Inside Feed on Twitter and Instagram and at LisaRevin29 and at Emma Dams on IG. And follow Jordan Wolf at JWolf31 and Gutty at, at GutterBall14. Woo! Gutty! Gutty! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Bye guys. Bye. Talk to you next week. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable.